I mean, I can hear other people. Oh, I just heard that. Oh, God, everyone's here. Um, hey, it suddenly fixed itself. We fixed it. We fixed it. What? Because I, I said I typed the word moon and that fixed it. So as soon as I got here, everything was fine. So I have no proof that you all weren't just making it up, so you wouldn't have to talk. All right. Congrats, you avoided gaining a confusion point. Thanks. You have you have correctly assessed your situation. I don't know. I think I gained one because this it just started working out of nowhere. Which confused you. Yes. You, you feel confused! By the I way, get, here's I the get... official verdict on gaining confusion points from 13th Age themselves. Uh, the thing you roll against is your base int modifier without any bonuses. And even then, that's supposed to be Eidolons. Only the special few Eidolons can do that. So, when we're having so much confusion points being thrown around... Uh, going with Gnome's alternative idea seems like a better idea. Yeah. Okay. Restate it for the audience. Uh, my idea was that instead of going off of your straight, like, heightened... Your straight intelligence score, it would be... You gain a confusion point whenever you roll under your current number of confusion points, or under your intelligence minus your number of confusion points. So if you have, say, five confusion points, you would gain a confusion point if you roll a five or less, or if you roll your intelligence minus five or less, which will usually be, well, whichever one's bigger is the one that matters at the moment. Well, as opposed yeah. to just your base score, which could be 20 at level one, like you, you could have done that. Yeah, be I think we have had yes. at least one party member who did that. <laughs> Looks at no one in particular. But yeah, so it's um basically you have this this midpoint there at half your end score of where it, you will are least likely and then you sort of accelerates outward from that point. Yeah. Your homework, uh gentle gentle listener, is to graph it and then um, answer the following questions. This is open book, open notes, uh, but please do not uh, consult with your fellow students. Oh no, Nate is still in the confusion zone. Uh, we cannot we, hear you. We can neither hear you nor be heard by you. Which means it's very pointless. Oh yes, but well, <laughs> it's pointless for, for Nate. Yes. Very helpful for many other people. I hear typing. Ah! Hello. Yeah. Hello. That's what Hello. I thought. We're good. We figured it out. Somehow. Well, sometimes it just does that today. So no two out of two times today when I point out that I can actually hear something, it gets immediately solved for everybody else. Yeah. So I'm the psychopomp of this physical mental journey. That's part of your new host duties. Uh, that's Great. the way Skype works now. Great. Oh, what I say goes. I have extracted the VIP and XCOM 2, and I can now save this game and close it. Oh, yeah. I'm playing a different video game. Which one are you playing? I'm playing Diablo. Okay. I really wish this mechanic they introduced recently wasn't literally the worst thing in the universe. You mean Sid from Final Fantasy Fifteen? Uh, what? God damn it! Not that kind of mechanic. <laughs> God damn it! Gosh darn it! God darn it! Ding dang it! Dad gum it! Concern it! I'm out of them. Sorry. Ah, I win. Do you? Mm-hmm. I feel like we have kind of different ideas of what winning is. Yeah, but I'm the psychopomp. Mm, okay, that's fair. Light on the psycho, heavy on the pump. Is there anything like psychobilly? Yes. Is it just yeah. exactly the same? No. Well, it's a psychobilly cover of uh, Pomp and Circumstance. Oh, that sounds badass. Do you think it exists? Blah. Why? 
How are you rolling? I'm I'm rolling. I'm playing Diablo. Do you know the story of uh, yeah. like the the writing of Pomp and Circumstance? No, I don't. Tell me it. All right. So World War One happened. All right. And, That's cool. Um, I mean, it's not cool, but uh, it happened. It, it History happened. is true. These, and these there are the were, facts. There were uh, a lot of reactions to it. One of which was the composer thinking, you know what makes this war horrible? Just the worst thing about it. Not enough good march music has come out uh, because of this war. That's so true. He, There's not a lot of it for World War One. So he sat down and thought, what's the nice gung-ho jingoistic song I can write for our good old British troops going to fight the Kaiser? And that's why we have Pomp and Circumstance. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So... What uh, I and likely you and just about every other American who graduated high school walks down the aisle to. I didn't graduate high school. Oh, I got my okay. GED. Okay. <laughs> Did you play well, Pomp what? and Circumstance while you got yeah. it? Uh, unfortunately, no. Oh. Well, uh, uh, most people have walked to a song that was written just to celebrate how cool it is to die in a trench because of mustard gas. That seems like a horrible way to go, to be honest. That's you know, not... if we're just like being totally honest. But there's honest a song here. about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we got that's songs all for for a lot of things. Yeah. Name two. Um, <laughs> uh, Shit, guys whining about being in the friend zone. Ten th- guys Good relationships the and bad relationships. There you go. Two things. I feel yeah, like but... that Venn diagram is the, it's just a circle, though. We have a lot of songs about Christmas. Didn't say they were distinct sets. <laughs> There's also Good a point. crossover between the circle of guys whining about the friend zone and every other genre of song, including yeah. Christmas. Wow. Oh my god, yeah. I guess there literally is, isn't there? And one immediately popped into my head. Yeah? What was Santa it? Let's baby. see if it was the same one. Santa's getting put in the friend zone. Uh, no, it was uh, Last Christmas. There you go. That's the one. Wants to hear about how I'll give it to Diablo. someone special. You jerk. I'm playing some Diablo. Hey, Medibot. Yeah. How do you feel, do you feel about Diablo? You want to play some Diablo? Yeah. After this, fuck yeah, I do. I sure. What? Like how? Like what did you roll and how strong are they? Well, hold up. I'll just pull up my profile. And how good at the game are you? Bad. Like, basically, if you cannot solo Grift 60, uh, go home and be a family man. <laughs> I don't think I'm there yet. It's okay, I'll, I'll give you a boost. Oh, I love to get boosted. Here's my, uh, let's see. Oh, I think this will link it. Uh, here's my current fella. Oh, we're going to make a good team. <laughs> <laughs> I like that I can just press a button and any one thing dies. I can just opt out of things existing. I like yeah. I can click on this link labeled Swimp. That's Swimp. He's that's, my boy. That's that's your boy Swimp. Uh, so boy. You, you got shadow magic? Is that your deal? Uh, Yeah, it's it's. I'm a melee demon hunter, but like Impale does 40 thousand percent more damage than anything else i just one shot at a treasure goblin on torment five but that's not really that's, surprising that's pretty okay yeah like i can let me let me get my dork up here um so that you can see what i'm doing i think i have my regular outfit on uh, i have close no i have sort of my my speed outfit on ah. here we go The Wizness. The Wizness. <laughs> oh man, ah, so you're using the Firebird set. I'm I'm doing a, a Fire Vasha hybrid set. Oh, I see. Because it's unreasonably good. Oh, that seems legit. So yeah, like um, I can I can do either crowd control or just wild amounts of damage. So on it's cool elites. eyeball you got there in your offhand. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I got a whole bunch of cool eyeballs. I just, like, my impales are hitting for um, about a billion and a half damage, so I think that's pretty yeah, all right. That seems good. But yeah, now, if we have two people, we should probably just spec for damage as hard as we can, and, like, Murder. dying is fake in this game. So. <laughs> yeah, basically. 
Death isn't friend. real. Speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of games that aren't real, uh, I see three people in the oh, game right. table. I'm joining now. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get you some legendary gems though, son. Yeah, we do. Yeah, that's um, that's a hole. I've got a bunch, but like they're not very good yet. I mean, some of them, not all of them, start out good, but you you wanna you wanna be doing this stuff. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'm gonna join the table real quick. How's my uh, how's my audio sound? By the way, is it about usual? Uh, yeah, you're sounding all right. That's good to know. I'm, uh, I'm in my new place. I think this is the first session that we've recorded where I'm in my new place. Oh, welcome. I'm so you're in a, a new place and it only gets older. I think you're bundled up now. Wait till you get older. You think this is a joke, Ironicus? Just, just wait. Just wait. So, so what's the best Kirby this? game? <laughs> um, Kirby's Dreamland 3. Uh, Dreamland 3, yeah. We would argue, but like, Epic Yard right close second. What's the best non Kirby game that uses Kirby esque mechanics? The Fire Shake It. Kirby esque mechanics? Yeah, let's, let's, give this, let's lock this down a little bit before we start. Like, right, Kirby has, like, Smash Brothers? the idea of modifying self based on things in your environment and over to overcome obstacles in your environment, at which point I argue Wario Land 2. Yeah, that, I could see that one. Um, hmm. I'm thinking about this because I rewatched Chip's stream of uh, Jack the Reaper. I have no idea what that is. Well, it's free. Oh, yeah? So Stay free. Stay fresh. So if you Google it, you can play it, and then you'll know more than I could ever possibly explain. But it's about a tiny skull in a floating robe. I love that game. Yes. I just sat down after getting a glass of water. Hello. Did you just hear tiny skull in a floating robe? Yep. And that's okay. all I need to know, because that's, that's a rather small set. When you get and the I'm, when you get the gun power up, his he just holds up a finger gun. It's fantastic. That seems good. Yeah. And it's it, it's so free that uh, the creator gets upset when people ask them to charge for it. That's how free this game is. Wow, who it's made too it? Too damn free. Dream Bell, I think. Uh, I think it's Dreams Bell with an S, but I could be wrong. Dreams Bell. Let me ask. That's Google. a very game dev ass name, and I love it. Yes, you're right. It is Dreamsbell. At Dreamsbell on Twitter. So let's see. We've got five talking, four in the table, uh, and one in the chamber. Poor Weather's just a few moments away. That's my favorite prayer wheel configuration. <laughs> oh, man. There, hey, listener, there's your next uh, role-playing game character. It's a monk who has, like, a gigantic stone revolver that he loads prayer wheels into. And doesn't oh actually God, shoot yeah. them. It just looks exactly like a giant stone revolver by coincidence. But he also doesn't know what a gun is. Yeah, he's like, what? This is a prayer wheel dispenser. This is how I keep my prayers in mind, you know? I just turn this so that the right one is lined up in the cylinder. It's time for Saturday Night Church. I love it. I don't know why you're holding it like that with the cylinder pointed outwards. You're supposed to just hold it straight up. But then you have a cousin who's definitely just a gun monk. That's fine. Sometimes it's okay to have a gun. I'm very good at un, uh, unarmed combat and also gun. Very good at gun. Gun armed combat. So we ordered pizza from a place called Pudge Brothers Pizza. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Tell me more. As you can imagine, it was suitably intense. And was it like greasy nice. intense or like tasty intense? It was. It wasn't actually that greasy, which was nice. It was like, um. I guess I guess you would call it Denver style. Basically, thinner, like yeah. New York style, but with a thicker crust on the edges. That sounds like exactly how I want pizza. Well, come to Denver because that's what people call Denver style pizza. Even okay, though there's no yeah, actual basis for that. We, we'll do the we'll do the official six feet under lope in Denver. Yeah. All right. So Pudge Brothers is home of the monster pizza. Is the point I'm getting to, and that's a, it. Yeah, that's, it was pretty. That's my new wrestler name. Oh. <laughs> 
the monster pizza? Monster just, pizza. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, home version. of the monster pizza. Um, home of the monster pizza. That's, that's where I hail from. Yeah. It's, like my, it's like my parts unknown kind of thing. Also, um, I'm upset because I think I have to kind of revise my um, wrestling game character. What? Oh. Why is because, that? Because um, the can opener is basically just a dude who debuted on WWE pretty soon after I made that character, it turns out. But he doesn't have any cans. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You can just, like, he doesn't eat a can of beans like a bottle of beer like Stone Cold did. <laughs> he probably does. That guy's huge. Like, there's a guy on like on the wrestle right now who is basically everything I wanted Can Opener to be, down to being a little bit weirdly occult. You wished too hard for it, and it came true, yeah. and now you're infringing on yourself. You made a tulpa. He has the best possible, like, bullshit fictional strongman name. His name is Braun Strowman. Goodness. Nice, nice. I will get you a picture of this guy, and you will go, oh, that's the can opener. Uh, Ix, give Poor Weather permission to hear us. Poor Weather, you're <laughs> allowed to hear us. Hey, Poor Weather, did that work? I don't think oh, that worked. Oh, yeah. I oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> three for three. Oh, that's incredible. Ix is the power. Uh, what happened? Uh, Ix fixed it by saying you were allowed to hear us now. I've given people permission oh, to Skype, uh... and it starts working. It, it accepts to, verbal permission kill. from the host. That's how it works. I Amazing. hate to kill the magic of this, but that's a known bug. Shh, like quiet. when the host talks. Mm, quiet. <laughs> Skype is so advanced. But yeah, like look at this fucking guy and tell me that's not literally just the can opener. I feel I like see any cans. Steel color, but was yeah. He has wristbands though, which gives me this great idea. What if the can opener has wristbands with can openers in them? Oh man, no, they're just full of beans. He takes off his wrist wristbands and there's just beans inside them. That's gross. Don't ask him how it works. They just fall out. He just leaves like a trail of beans. Hands. Man. But like, I'm fucked up because this guy's like a member of the fucked up like cult family even. Alright, then what are your ideas for a new? I don't know. I gotta like I gotta rebrand the can opener. Maybe it's time for the can opener to turn face. Oh, he's a fucking hillbilly champion of justice. Is he now an electric can opener? Um, oh my god. I was actually <laughs> thinking about making him a luchador. What if Johnny Youngbucks remakes the can opener for his own vile purposes? Like, Cyborg can opener yes. and he's electric can opener? Yes. I can't remember, is Johnny Youngbucks a... Uh, he's a heel now because he heel. got obsessed with the power of money. Mm -hmm. right. In between our two sessions, he did a, a heel turn and I'm keeping him that way for this one. Because I like the tension of like the the real guy, like loving his job but hating that he has to be an asshole to sell T-shirts. Oh man! And like, so is the can opener just gonna be like? Are we gonna have our first real like heel stable here? Is that what's going on? <laughs> Maybe. Can we have Johnny Young Bucks and his like his horde of cyborg wrestlers? <laughs> If you want, yeah. The electric uh, can opener? Talk in the chat. <laughs> it has mind control chips. But talk in the chat chips. about it and get people excited. And um, I'll, I'll, remind, I'll tell uh, uh, Nathan Paletta to like see if he can work with that. I also had some ideas about why... Because like this is the international incident. There's, there's luchadors right. and there's strong style and there's... Oh, man. Uh, Fucking strong style. Hell yeah. There's yeah, rules for like that. British um, uh, pro wrestling stuff. So I thought, what if it was uh, uh, international uh, cross promotion thing? So what's returning people are like representing World War, uh, worldwide wrestling, our American promotion, and then new people bringing in like luchadors and, and Japanese wrestlers. It's like a big uh, rig ring of honor thing. <laughs> I kind of want to see the British one to see if I can't have like the be the wrestler that inspired Cluesworthy, maybe. <laughs> uh, well, all of the uh, stuff is currently on the. You know what? I'll just shoot you the web page. It, it's all Don't publicly available. It's all publicly available on the uh, ndpdesign.com/slash/playtest page. Okay. And so here, there, there is that. There that is. 
I did not know it was publicly available. Yeah. But yeah. The yeah, international. We can, we can do that. We can do the, the lope and then just, you know. Yeah. Have a monster good. pizza. Have monster pizza and meat plate. Meat plate. Yeah, it was a good place to get meat plate. Meat plate. I mean, pretty much anywhere. If they have meat and they have plates. I mean, can sure, but like, that's a place yeah, to get Yeah, I realized meat while I'm I was saying a... it, that okay. it wasn't really... In any case, uh, I have six players. I have uh, five in the thing, and we're only ten minutes behind. Is are there any objections to getting the show on the road? No, hang on, let me get. Oh, fuck you guys! I hope that oh, was still that? out of character. Nope. Actually, I'm not sure which is worse. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is number eighty-two, correct? Yeah, I know I'm correct. Oh, <laughs> look at this guy! Look, look at this guy! You Numbers. can count. Uh, get a load of that. <laughs> yeah, I will. I'm getting a load of this right now. Hey, count. Get up. Hey, count guy. What comes after two million? Two million and one. Three. Nah, shit. That was so close. No, actually, what comes after two million is ah uh, ah uh, ah uh. ah uh, ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh. It takes a long time getting there. Yeah. No, I think it would be like ah uh, ah. Uh, uh. <laughs> if you got all the way up to two million before taking a breath. This is the count we're talking about. Don't insult him. Hey, fucker, he's an elderly man. My Vampires am- don't have to breathe. What's up? Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, but their diaphragms have to function to expel words, you prick. Start the episode. No. If, if you care about vampire diaphragms, please write into 13questions.tumblr.com. Ask us about or, Monster Hearts. Or at Six Feet Sunder on Twitter. Ask us all your pressing vampire diaphragm questions. There's nothing more down that avenue. Start the episode. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Let's Play the 13th Age, a Six Feet Under production. How y'all doing today? Uh, okay. Hey, take Bella. Uh, Bella just fits all the remaining letters in her bag for, for this very moment, at least. Okay. And with that, I think I'm going to say take five before the next chamber. All right. You gotta give time for Veronica's to draw a new room. Let me do one thing before we take five. No, I just okay. we call it take five to take it. Okay, that's fair. I was gonna. I I'll think he's wait. already taken five. I'll, I'll wait. Bet better to take five now though. I'll wait. Yeah. I'm hungry. I'm gonna go eat food. Cool. <laughs> Goodbye, food. The idol on. <laughs> Come along, knife. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I mean, wouldn't food be an abstract, considering it encompasses such a broad range of things? Good question. I'm going to go get some water. Okay, I'm back. I think that wound up to be pretty entertaining for people. Yeah, I love that. That was really good. Yeah, yeah I, that was good. I think that went pretty well. All right. Uh, so it sounds like we have some spare letters that Scarlet is still holding on to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, so I, they're like, they were swept up in someone's bag. I said there's something in mine, but I don't know if Scarlet has Yeah. Yeah, take the ones you want. And yeah, Scarlet will temporarily yeah. have a last name, I guess. Until we yeah. get rid of those letters. I have there's, uh, Okay, I'm there's back. two I's, an L, an O, and a T. Or what's you, can make, you can make a lich. Uh, we've had enough of that. Okay. No, the C, the C was used up. Oh, yeah. yeah like, the C was used up. I'd also... Although you could borrow the C from Scarlet again to... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Scarlet Lloydy. You can make eight boil. Hey, everybody. Yeah? If this session didn't get you excited for Noblest, then nothing will. <laughs> yeah. I need to run that. Okay, I've got this some... This is basically what it is. Hi. How about hogtie lib, and we fight the culture wars? How about oblige hit, and so now I always hit. <laughs> Boil eight? Eliza eight? was telling me eight that of she what? wanted I don't the know. G8, so Scarlet Lloydy. 
Yeah, I'm holding on to, to the first four of those letters for now. B E G. Oh, s- oh you got the B E G. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know me. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Notorious B E G. Lloydy. Scarlet Lloydy de Flor. So I've got hit oil. That's <laughs> that's bad. Give me another hit of that oil. Plus two. All right. Uh, is everybody back? Are we ready to start again? I think so. I think so. Okay. Hearing no objections. <clears throat> All right. All right. So uh, you exit into the next. Yeah. God rip. I hate them. This is the third time, at least, that you've eaten one of those whole. Rip lies down on the ground. Good night, folks. Good night. Mercury night, stands <laughs> up in the air. And night, Rose. Okay, so how and did people us. like today? I think it went... How'd you like today, really good session. How'd you it like those dunking on you? I, I did enjoy getting dunked on every single time it happened. Uh, <laughs> I, thought, I thought there was some good stuff in there. I thought there were some lulls that I blame myself for, but... Oh. Uh, it after the editing and in the balance, I think that one's going to be really, really good. I think the, the nonsense with the names in the first fight were incredible. Yeah, that that was, was that's a highlight. That uh, was, I, that I was love great. you, kids. That one, that was, really well. that was a Miller high life. Yeah, that was um, absolutely. Thank brilliant. you, Margaret, for the idea of stealing uh, letters. All the letters are stored right now, right? All, they're all stored in Scarlet's uh, last name. Yes. Yeah, we uh, still have the L O I T and I. Okay. And yeah. yeah, Bella has some of them. Too. Bella has the some of them that I she have, hasn't put in I her have name. H, uh, I have H, E, G, and B. Well, apparently. you have to put them in your name somewhere. Otherwise, where are, where are they? Where are yeah. They yeah. Uh, in your bag? Thing I wanted to do. Yeah, I thought they were just in a bag. I said I scooped something in a bag and no one. You like, can't no put a letter in a bag. Sure you can. You can there are three in there. If you put a letter in a bag, so a it's going to be a bag. Uh, I, I uh, stated okay. very clearly, yeah. and no one objected to me twice, so I just yeah. assumed. I mean, the, the moon is all about how one contains a concept, uh, yeah. both literally and metaphorically in, in, in many cases. If you're telling I mean, you me that they won't fit in a bag, then I need to I need to retcon something, and I need to have it recorded. So, which is okay. it? I, I, I at the beginning of a session tomorrow, if, or next time, not, not tomorrow. I sign off on the bag plan. I'm, I don't object. Hey, here's and, a better idea I, than the bag. I, I, do, I wanted to use it for something, but you remember, I just didn't want to put in my name at the time. Here's a bag for you. Remember how Nav's extended name covers like 18 paragraphs worth? Just stick it in there somewhere. <laughs> No one will know. Nobody will never uh, know. <laughs> while uh, we're talking about things, I'd like to thank Rob for suggesting the uh, the curse uh, in in air quotes. Yes, the uh, curse of mm-hmm. the pectorals. <laughs> the, the the curse of uh, the soul wrenching desire for a tale of romantic triumph. The the uh, romance novel subscription curse. Who's the thirteenth age equivalent of Chuck Tingle? I don't. I don't know. Okay, got it. Chuck, Chuck Tingle. But I'd also like to thank uh, James Cat and Johnny O'Mara of the Campaign Podcast. I I cleared with them the <laughs> Easter egg to make it Nemoidian Sparks, which was uh, incredible. Of, by the way, <laughs> one of Rob's suggestions. I figured they'd be cool with it, but you know, better polite than sorry, right? Uh, <laughs> and so yeah, they they signed off and they're excited. So this is their plug. If you like the idea of a Star Wars romance novelist named Nemoidian Sparks as a major NPC, <laughs> uh, you should listen uh, to Campaign. It's a fantastic show. I love it. It is really good. Nemoidian Sparks is great. That's a fantastic name. I'll say that the reveal of the curse did kind of screw up our original plans because that when we entered that <laughs> room was supposed to no, be... No, it's fine. Don't say anything. Shut up. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Well, we did that anyway, so... Yeah. Well, that's yeah, what that you get for making plans behind my back. <laughs> yeah, and it was great. Real, totally not yeah. doing it again. Yeah. Do you like to play tabletop role playing games, well, Ironicus? I, like, I, like I think how... you mean tabletop role reversal games. <laughs> wow. Role reversal is a kind of nice. role play. It sure I did, is. I did like how it sort of opened the door to reveal that Scarlet is very insecure about. Yeah. The uh, oh god, the the confession room was gold, top to bottom. 
Yeah. I kind of flubbed mine, but other than that. That's okay. It's flying so, rubber. So uh, I think I think the way the subplots are now, uh, next session we should probably resolve them because Mint has had a lot of hints and, and groundwork laid tonight. Uh, Duchess Helicanto. <laughs> I, I know you're... <laughs> Your thing is a surprise to you, so trust me when I say I, th I think it is uh, along the same track. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, yeah, what the hell is with this Mercury our... situation? Oh, yeah, this would be fun. I don't uh, really think mine's going to be resolved. <laughs> unless, I, well, Can you resolve a curse? Well, I mean, no. this I is... I mean, the real curse is... We, we retcon this in into, you know, Scarlet yeah. has been getting a romance novel every month at the first yeah. of the month. And this is the first time we've mentioned it on camera. That's big deal. I'm big so glad Harry a space book by a spaceman on the moon. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, the reason this one is weird is because you're on the moon. You're, you're getting reception from the Star Wars fanon universe. Yep. Uh, Instead of the regular distributor. So, basically... So, like, all the all the Six Feet Under games were already part of the same universe, but now all the Six Feet Under Star Wars universes must necessarily also be part of that. Yeah, yeah, that's canon right there. So, no, I'm, I'm sure that connects somehow to the fucking... You want to know how... I was actually thinking about how they all fit together, all of our games. They don't fuck this. Okay, but <laughs> seriously, I was thinking, and I think they do. Probably. Okay. Do tell. All right, so um, in the beginning, there was Sola at the center of the Earth, uh, and then uh, Earth was wrapped around it. This does, th this does kind of match up with um, the uh, an old uh, creation myth I came up with for the Thirteenth Age setting. Yes, do tell. Uh, the the thing about. Um, two sons and one was asleep and so the other tried to wake them up by throwing dirt on them and splashing them with water and etc and so they are the sun and the world so ah ah solo's in there so that's why how inverse world and 13th age dragon empire are next to each other but that's yep. the easy one uh Glorantha is obviously a consonant on the opposite side of the world that operates by a different cosmology instead of gods. Good. Clearly. Duh. Which, God help us if, like, Slamby ever meets the duck. <laughs> uh, it's a good thing the Iron Sea is so impassable that uh, never shall the two settings meet the Dragon Empire. We would, we would all die. They're probably a few ages apart. I think Glorantha's pretty... Uh, like primordial in a way yeah. that the dragon empire isn't but in any case in a later age 15th 16th who knows uh their big heroes the way they save the day or maybe their villains the way they ruin it <laughs> is taking magic out of the world and then it becomes the history that we know of of the real world yeah that that's okay. a stretch but wait who takes out the magic uh who knows that bit of history hasn't been written yet it's well, either we'll the only out. way to the only way to save everything is to uh, erase the, the fantastical nature of it, or the only way, or, or it's a villainous plan to mundaneify the world. And they do, and that's where all of our historical games and our present day games, but of course it wasn't entirely. Yeah, uh, our present day uh, games are pretty magical. That's, it wasn't entirely effective, so that's why there's underground stuff like Occultar Academy and uh, vampires that need to be hunted with the, the Urban Shadows crew, etc., and then one day, all that stuff hits a boiling point, and what is hidden becomes manifest, and there we are with uh, the Chicago Irregulars in the slightly less near future of um, Strike, etc. Of course, uh, that, that sort of uh, conspiracy... Once the conspiracies aren't, are, are, are public, the whole thing collapses, and uh, though it does propel technology forward and eventually eventually you get to the cyberpunk space feature of eclipse phase there you go and lasers and feelings and lasers and, and feelings and it's all gibnaf looking into a snow globe yeah <laughs> we've already decided it's gibnaf looking into the snow globe that's why it doesn't like that's settled. perfect sense because gibnaf is a storyteller not a logician 
He's just having a good time. As long as it makes thematic sense and it makes him happy. Uh, I started reading the titles to Chuck Tingle books after Ix brought it up, and my god. What what are some of your favorite Chuck Tingle titles? Um, How about Pounded in the Okay, I will tell you mine right now. Mine is Pounded in the Butt by my book, Pounded in the Butt by my book, Pounded in my Butt by my own butt. Next question. I'm partial to unicorn butt cops. <laughs> Both good um, contenders. Wait, no, I'm the fourth butt ate hot to trot meta tinglers. And the sequel, Unicorn Butt Cops Beach Patrol. Chuck Tingle presents scary stories to tingle your butt. <laughs> scary stories for your butt. Um, one time, a friend of mine got on my computer while I wasn't looking and made me spend a dollar on I'm gay for my living billionaire jet plane. So I own that. That's on your Amazon history forever. Sure is. Turned gay by the existential dread that I might actually be a character in a Chuck Tingle book. Chuck <laughs> Tingle. <laughs> And that's the best cover because that also has a that's the first picture of Chuck Tingle. Oh man! I think it'd be better if it was the cover was a mirror. I can't believe that these are real titles. We'll leave it. Chuck Tingle is an artist. I wonder how much money Chuck Tingle makes on these books. I like that he doesn't stick with the meta stuff. I like that he went back to helicopter man pounds dinosaur billionaire ass. <laughs> or President Donald Loch Ness Trump. Or but again the final days of pounding ass. <laughs> My favorite thing about Chuck Tingle is that he doesn't know what a video game is, but he's very excited to make one. <laughs> he's making a video so, game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> He and Zoe Quinn were talking about it a while back. And his whole thing is that he has no idea what video games are, but he just throws out these very Chuck Tingle ideas, and it will eventually maybe be something someday. Yeah, hold up. Let me find one of these really quick, because they're just the funniest thing in the universe. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the villain is a guy named Ted Cobbler. Oh, uh, I was talking to my dad today uh, about, you know, that stuff. But I mentioned I I was uh, getting ready for running this because, you know, I I never really talk about this game with him because he wouldn't be interested. But it came up and he's like, oh, where can I listen to him? And I told him, but you wouldn't be interested. And he's like, you'd be surprised. I'm planning to vote for Bernie Sanders. (laughs) Wait, who was this? My dad. Oh. Which is like, okay, that's not entirely surprising on its own, but it's also not related in the least. Like Hi Dad. How does that follow? What do you what do you think role playing games are, Dad? There was there was a I overheard a gentleman stating that he was going to be in attending an, a Bernie supporting event entitled Burn One for Bernie. What are they burning? weed ah, in protest <laughs> yeah ironic it's in protest <laughs> I hate my, this weed let's get rid of it all just burn it creamed in the butt fear. by my handsome living corn <laughs> is basically a bunch of people liberally fucking around so you know Bernie Sanders Holy same shit. thing I mean politic <laughs> yeah it would be that you know, a family member would tune into the podcast and only oh, no, it's the tape it's the tabletop where we list off our favorite Chuck Tingle books. Like We're all Bigfoot. adults here. Like Bigfoot butt tasting. Like Pharma Bro pounded in the butt by T-Rex comedian Bill Murky and a clan of Triceratops <laughs> rappers trying to get their dot 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 <laughs> album back. Oh man, it's fantastic. Or Lonely Author pounded by dinosaur social media followers and it's a picture of himself. <laughs> <laughs> Anally yours, the unicorn sailor. <laughs> <sighs> okay, I found the best one. It's Leonardo DiCaprio finally wins his award and it pounds him in the butt. 
redemption. It's, it's beautiful, really. Pounded by the gay color changing dress. <sighs> he has his finger on the fucking pulse. Yeah, really. It's like a whole industry, these Amazon novels. I've done covers for some, not for Chuck Tingle, but for another person who <laughs> writes books that aren't, you know, mostly jokes. Probably well written, but we're here for the titles. Anyway. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the actual book was just like 30 blank pages. No, he's an expert. But, I mean, if Chuck Tingle. I know they are blank. These are, I think they're all like 20 to 30 pages, but they do have words. Such sublime words. I'm going to close this tab now. I'm going to head out. Later, gang. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Enjoy pounding your butt with something, etc., etc. What? Uh, Bye-bye. Enjoy. uh, That was a really good game, guys. I love tonight's game. Catch y'all later. That's where he is overdoing the. Bye. Yep, it was good. Thanks for playing. I'm gonna yeah, eat dinner fun. now. Oh, I I really liked um, Margaret's moment when she was afflicted with hero worship for Scarlet. Oh, that's. That was good stuff. <laughs> I I can't wait to hear those songs but i never will because they don't exist anymore that's a pity i i was trying to have like moment. margaret baker roles with like realize it doesn't make sense for her to love scarlet considering she hates magic users but <laughs> i decided to go of it when everyone else was talking this. i just i like the uh existential uh argument between scarlet and the gm yeah. <laughs> How, wait, which which bit was that? Yeah. The, the part where it's like, wait, why can't I fit in this thing? Oh. <laughs> Look, I just... Hmm. Also, I'm, I was were... thinking of the art, and the, the biggest around people are the many. Scarlet, because she has an extra limb coming out of her hips, and, and Rip. But the many can squish down like a cat. So it's just uh, Scarlet and Rip. Okay. <laughs> Also, if you if you were curious, Margaret's confession, if that if I ended up asking a question, was going to be, I immerse myself in my work to escape my failure to emotionally connect with my children. Oh, oh no! I have to go cry now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was. I almost can, had. Can I we edit gonna, that in? <laughs> I yeah. Do it. Good. Uh, uh, we still haven't edited the last few things. We never ended uh, up editing the last thing, so we talked about doing those. Ask, so. uh, ask any random question that that Scarlet might have asked. Yeah, like, as long as you make it clean and just I, say, I like, make it just say like what the hell's going on or something like that. I don't know. I don't want to. I put mean, we words can have it. Uh, let me think. Uh, like, like right at the end, I actually did have a question. I asked if are we out of the room now yet or something, and no one responded to it. Just okay. ask the question and then say that again, and I'll edit it in. Well, what did I say? Um, are we out of the room now yet? I think it was uh, no. It was like because you said you said that like you you said when you were like doing the DM thing like you we were trying to persuade like it was when X was trying to persuade you to confess something and then you said well, it doesn't count we're already out of the room and then I said I thought are we out are we out of the room now so yeah that was the question I okay but I still need a clean thing to edit in Sorry, there I, I don't know why I rambled like that um okay what do you want me to say you. <laughs> The thing about the children. It's just that? Yeah. Uh, okay. Say, I wanted to ask this, but then I actually said this. And then we'll also have Ironicus make that noise again. Okay. <laughs> My reaction noise? Why don't you just take that part from the recording? Margaret, I'll say it then. Margaret tries to ask if we're, if we're actually out of the room yet, but she ends up saying... I immerse myself in my work to escape my failure to emotionally connect with my children. Oh! <laughs> I have to cry now. Right, okay, perfect. but we're out of the room. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, acting. That's acting. Thank you. I'm not very good at acting. Yeah. I, I kind of wanted to have one more with Scarlet too, but it wasn't going to be that bad.
I, I like the, my one example I put in was something really simple and superficial. Guess what, guys who know I like romance novels? I have a romance novel in my pocket. <laughs> Nobody took the easy way out. You all went hardcore. No, I did at first. And I'm, I'm so proud. <laughs> I, I literally just started off saying I really wanted ice cream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was fun, though. It was a fun yeah. one, too. Yeah. And then, then I went back and was like, also, also, I'm going to be the elf queen. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone else is like, like, it felt like half the people were like, I'm going to eat a god. I'm going to be the elf queen. And then the other half were like, oh, oh no. I'm so sad I'm inside. I'm broken. <laughs> no. Scarlet's like, oh, no, the lack of intimacy in my life is slowly killing me. And then everyone else is like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm the Lich King. Eggs? <laughs> Eggs? Oh, everyone else, huh? Yeah. Everyone else was like that. Uh, My name is X. Sorry. But yeah, thank you for a good night. Uh, yeah. Gonna... Be here on time today. It's rare. So what then? We're talking the 28th. Weave some things into a uh, bit of a climax. And also, uh, I mean, you're not going to fall out of the moon immediately out of the ground. It's a climax. It's going to lead to more things. Fight your way in. Fight your way out. Um, <clears throat> yeah. 28th. 28th should, yeah, I should be fine with 28th. Uh, but I won't be the week, the, the session after that, two se- the two weeks after that one. S- so yeah. that would be the the thirteenth because leap year. Yeah, like 13th. a month from now. Yeah. yeah. The thirteenth would not be a good day for me. So I will either miss that session or we postpone. But for the for the upcoming one, yes, good, good. I can I can do. I'm okay 28. with postponing. That's the week of my birthday, and I'll be too busy being sad. Do you mean a month, like a month from now, or yeah, the thirteenth? Okay. Oh, okay. that's yeah. the day before. That that's a almost a very significant day for me too. Please, please don't cry. No, no, no. It, it should, if there's any crying, it'll be happy crying. Oh, congratulations! Also, I meant uh, Jackal. Oh. I'll just be sad that he would because be crying. I'm just, well, I'll be. Uh, 28 years old, and I'll be like, oh no. That's not that old. Yeah, yeah me fine. too. You're fine. <laughs> oh, well, you're, you're like five months older than me. Woohoo. <laughs> Jackal's older than you? I just always well, like. Apparently, assume, by, by five I always months. I just like assume that, yeah, I mean, I know, I know when your birthday is. I always just like assume that you're like the oldest person in this group. But <laughs> the, the leader. Oh, yeah, well. you're the leader. And I mean, we're we, all, we, we know Ix is still like 16, right? Oh, Ix is an adult. Don't consent towards Emotionally, Ix. I'm like 14, but... There you go. <laughs> Just kidding. No. Hey, anytime was, people talk about me is a win in my book. Um, yeah. No, I'm still remember, I, I, remembering how shocked I was when I first learned how young you were, Ix. Although that's not true anymore because that was like four years ago. <laughs> I was shocked at how young you were four years ago. <laughs> I mean, the I age difference is still the same. Yeah. How young I was four years ago. <laughs> it's, um, 2016, by the way. Because uh, got, you, you got so much together, you know, and you're so level-headed. I was not at the time. Send everything to the moon map. Save the moon map. Keep the moon map. Oh, I uh, I figured out my solution to the problem of insanity points scaling, uh, excuse me, confusion points scaling too fast. Was that? I just didn't apply them when you were fighting the Eidolons in the first time. <laughs> I, yeah, I will wondering. I will apply them uh, next time. Those were like baby level Eidolons. Hey, baby, like- hey, 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 hey! Of the people still in here, which is just like four other X and Jackal, and obviously mm-hmm. Ironicus, but I already talked to Ironicus about it. But uh, like, does anyone else like agree that like you kind of like want like to to stretch Moonark out a little bit and have like a lot of cool oh. stuff happening? I feel like there's a I feel like there's not like a dearth of like interesting things you can think of. Yeah, Moon. 
as long as we like now, now that like you've mentioned it yeah that, that, like brainstorming is firing off i'm fine with that but i'd also like to still have the core be the next session but yeah yeah i agree but i, I think just, removing I just, the core from the moon should have uh, millions of consequences that we then have to deal I, uh, with can i ask something sure hmm. sure when we are uh, when we're on our on our way back, can we have like a battle in space? Because I was disappointed that didn't happen the first time. <laughs> oh, sure. Space, why not? Space battle would be cool. Also, I was personally this was this was kind of a thing that I pitched. Um, actually, did you like that idea at all, Ironicus? Coming up with like some alternate way to. Is the oh, thing I yeah. Type. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could still we could still swing that into a space battle. Just hey, I'm not railroading anybody. Both those things are possible. Uh, together or separately? Like, yeah, but it's one of those things that, like, I would, like, that, like, you, like, you would have to be doing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, that's why I ran it by you. Mm Mm-hmm. But, basically, just, like, yeah, I think that, like, when we get the heart of the moon, like, of course, it's not gonna be that easy. There should be lots of complications. And also, I mean, like, I I think if we think hard enough, there's you know plenty of like really cool shit that's like moon exclusive that we could come up with. So weird thing, this is technically our only living dungeon of the campaign. I think. I think. Maybe I don't know. Omen. I thought that I thought if that we... Omen was a living dungeon. Oh yeah, yeah. O- Omen was the remains of a few dead living dungeons, oh, which is man. pretty close. Oh. So so yeah, I guess that was our big living dungeon. Um. I mean, it, it still worked like one, except it wasn't living. Uh, we, we treated... Well, in my head while I was coming up with it, uh, Cathedral as well as the Shifting Glitterhagen were kind of living, dun- living dungeons in concept, but not in story. Yeah. So, yeah, I was entirely wrong when I said this was our only one. Although it might be our most specific and literal one. Yeah. Okay, with that, I'm what going if, to... Hmm? One other idea. We can, we can take it or leave it. What if we have, like, a side session also that's, like, a meanwhile back on... Back at the ranch? Yeah. Yeah. We established that the the crazy stuff's happening down there. Yeah. I I don't know. I kind of like the idea of only seeing the aftermath. Well, here's here's the thing, though. We could post, like, a here's what happened after we get back and be like, oh, shit. (laughs) Then we could also be like, the next session is here's what happened. Cause all of this. That could be another thing, like what we did for Nav's Necropolis, where we just record a short thing of us going back and, like... What the mm-hmm. hell happened here? And then this following <laughs> session is it'll be the it'll be the be end cool of because it I, I like that setup because it means that like you can you can fit things into the description of what happened that you then have to like use as key points to uh like do in the session, you know what I mean? Like like if, if like this got damaged and whatever, then like how did that get damaged? And like think about like what happened at that like at that spot in the you know, manor that like causes. Why is there a giant hole in the side of the manor now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what is it? This huge crater. What happened here? And then you know, so you have to like think about like when we do the actual session, we can like use them as like kind of kind of flashcards for good ideas and things that happen. I feel like that thing would be kind of cool. Yeah, I like that idea a lot. We can have a fun side session with side characters and not have to, like... God, I would spoil. fucking love to play as Tran again, also, so... Yeah. She was always fun because of just, like, the the kind of, like, weird mechanical bullshit that I was able to just, like, invent and do. Like, those bombs. Like, whenever he bomb-jumped over that one... Mm. One monster. That's pretty cool. I think it was a dragon. It's been a while since we fought it do, do, do. Sorry, I, I, I stepped away for a second. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah. What? What did you just say? You stepped away, but then what did you ask? Uh, I asked what I missed. Uh, here's the part where I said a side session where yeah, uh, a side session was proposed, but I think I missed all the details. Okay, so I said I said a side session 
where it's like a back, you know, what, what happened while we were gone. Mm-hmm. But we were saying, Ix said it'd be, it, it's more interesting to come back and just see the damage and be like, whoa, what happened? And then right. I said, we do that. And then the next session is, here's what happened. And it's, you know, kind of like slightly backward in time to show like where we play as our characters. And like, I think that's great. I think that's a great idea. It'd be fun to play and also pacing for uh, the audience to like get this shock of awe and then uh, something fun to fill in and then make them wait even longer for the, uh, you know, uh, anticipation of it. Yeah. And it'd be cool because like I I was saying that also like, when you're describing like the aftermath, you know what I mean? Like when we, when we come back and we see like everything like torn up and there's like a huge crater here and like all of this is tipped over and like, you know, a bunch of people are like gone or whatever. Reverse foreshadowing it. Yeah, exactly. Then it's like, that that is a fun structural thing. Yeah. Yeah, I love that kind of setup where you just see shit that happened and it's, and then you like get to like point out those moments when we're doing it to be like, you know, and the tower falls over and the, Stuff like that is cool, and I thought that'd be kind of a neat idea. Yeah. Anyway, now now I'm out of ideas for now. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I like the idea, and um, when I don't know when we would get around to playing that, but it should be good. We'd probably just stick it in the regular schedule. I mean, like, do we play it after the moon stuff or just something? Yeah, after the moon stuff and before the the final finale arc. Uh, It still feels really weird that it's, like, winding up now to me. It's been going on for a long time, almost four years. Yeah. And it feels like I've, like, barely done anything with my character. You did plenty tonight alone. You you did plenty in, like, the one moment. (laughs) Revealed how emotionally vulnerable my character is. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a a big thing, and I think it's going to get a big pop. (laughs) Yeah, I'm using... Crowd goes wild. (laughs) If we... If we end up doing another long campaign, I'll probably try to do more with my character than I did with Margaret, like in terms of like integrating backstory into the campaign or whatever. If we do a long campaign, long won't mean four years. I can promise yeah, you that. I, if I have anything to say about it. I'm. <laughs> I that goes without saying. That's like old school D and D campaign length. I still like four year campaigns or super long ones. Four-year campaigns, I'm not against, but a four-year campaign for a show? I've been running a campaign like in my spare time, and it lasted for about a year and a half, and everyone got bored, and I was pretty bummed. That happened to kind of all the campaigns we ran outside of Let's Play. I mean, that happened to the other one we ran in Let's Play. Yeah, it happened to the ones we did Let's Play, too. We did, like, we had, like, two or three that it all... Happened with. Yeah. But. We've got. I mean, we are pretty close now, so. Yeah, I don't think this one is going to run out of momentum. <laughs> It'd be really stupid if it did. Oh, God, I would. <laughs> yeah, if it just dies. Steam in like two more sessions and just didn't finish it. <sighs> We'll do the the really terrible like anime ending where it got canceled and they're like, oh, I guess we'll keep. If it loses fighting. steam, I'm recasting <laughs> all of you. <laughs> we'll just we'll make sure we never give I'm up. I'm recasting all of you from the guests <laughs> and starting over. Who are you going to replace me with? I don't know yet. Let's find the we'll same find characters out. but different people. How about we'll Arden? I'll replace you with Arden. That's that's cold. Or maybe Dvac. I like the way Dvac played Adrian. I think I'm going to go with the Dvac for you. It'll just, be, it'll just be Nate doing all uh, if, yes. if Arden, If you're replacing him with Arden, make it me because okay. I trust... I, I wholly trust Arden to yeah, maintain the character and spirit of Bella Canto. Yeah. Because, you know, Ar- Arden and I are like this. Like, crossing my fingers. <laughs> I know. I can see it. I mean, you know that you can see that I'm crossing them, or you know that... I mean, we all live in LP Manor together, so... Yeah, that's true. 
Well, I wasn't sure if you meant like I know I can see that you're friends with you're good friends with Arden, which is also true. I mean, Arden's sitting right there next to you when you're in LP Manor. That's that X. That's actually <laughs> not true. That that part is imaginary. But if that's not Arden, then who is it? Uh, like Nikki's over there. Oh. My roommate is is here. But if in that's the house. Nikki, then who's yeah. over there? Where? That's Ash across from me. But if that's Ash, yeah. then who am I? Then you're actually in a completely different place from where I am. You're at least a time zone ahead of me, maybe two. I think just one. I just don't really... Yeah, you just won because of... Yeah, yeah. You're just a time zone ahead of me. I want Silent to make it seem like I had disappeared from reality, but I guess it didn't really play. It just kind of sounded uh, like... No, oh. You're still here. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm recasting it. It was a good effort. Why? <laughs> oh.